This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like and wearing his patriotic hat to my left. Always. Mr. Gavin DeGraw. Good What's see up, you, buddy? buddy? You know. You've you've got some amazing. You know that's it, eh? You know, <laughs> you're really riveting our audience. Thank today. you, and we're off bringing the house down with that knowledge. <laughs> you're supposed to understand that, Brooks. Um, yeah, I know. Um, he surprises me every time on this show. I I never know what I'm going to get from Gav. It's kind of why I <laughs> to, love doing the show. To be with honest you. with you, I never know what I'm going to get with myself either. <laughs> And for our listeners out there, this is what happens. The rest of us get a like breakdown of what the episode is going to be about. So Uh-oh. our producer, Amy, will send us an email. <clears throat> this is what the episode is about. Review this. Here's some questions. What are your thoughts? Come in prepared a little bit for it. We don't even send those to Gavin. It's true. I'm too busy playing single-player chess. <laughs> <laughs> we, he doesn't even get them, so he's off the cuff, which is how we prefer him, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to like that. I would like to see you like prepare one day and see if it's just terrible or if you're actually better if you're prepared. Yeah, but what if I came in and I acted like some kind of scientist? Like, Gav, this sucks, man. You're way too ready for this. Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Wear my pocket protector. Your pen. Come in wearing my clinical lab coat. I could see you doing that. I don't I think we want to risk it. If I get a chalkboard up here, I could write out some equations of how I think you'll answer certain questions and see how right I was. I'm going to be honest. That doesn't sound like a fun Gavin to me. Boring. Yeah. So I say <laughs> horrible <stay> man. <laughs> so the other, I agree. The other voice that you hear, we have Dimitri in-house with us. Dimitri, what's up, brother? How you doing? Fantastic. We missed you in the last two episodes. This is your first New or first podcast of the first, new decade. Yeah, so coming out of the gate a little late, but I'm ready to go. Yeah, ready and strong. And we're we also got you. we also got Rick in studio oh, what with up? us. What's up, Rick? Rick? How are you guys? Rick, I want to acknowledge hey, you always for flying down from Oakland. Hey, thank you. I, I actually get the email, but I just don't read it. <laughs> oh, damn. By Amy's the way, so I'm kind of I'm kind of fly off the handle too. Can, oh. can I, yeah, can we, I, I'd take prepared Rick over unprepared Rick. <laughs> 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 I think he wants to be like Gavin. Maybe he looks up <laughs> no. to Gavin. He's like, damn, that guy's can, cool. I want to try that. Can I say that I like I like Rick's glasses with the white T-shirt? It's looking like a little bit like. Scientific. An adult version of Stand By Me. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Right? What Got up? the old school black rim glasses with the okay. white t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. just, I like it. You guys I can't like see it. it, but you just made Rick's day. Our listeners can't see it. But look well, at if they go face. to the Instagram, just... hopefully they'll post the photos. You know, who knows? <laughs> but the reality is, is I didn't want to pay the $8 for the Wi-Fi on the Southwest flight. That's why I didn't get the email. So I don't know. It's unscripted. Perfect. <laughs> it's perfect, though. This This... <laughs> episode today is unscripted. So today we're going to have a lot of fun. We're doing, you remember like a, as a kid, you'd throw stuff in a hat and you'd pull a draw out of a hat or if you still do it. We're doing that with questions today. Uh-oh. So oh. we, we always said, we started this podcast and we always said our mission here is to be real, unauthentic and genuine and open and vulnerable, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so we piled together a bunch of listener questions that you guys have sent in for us. Amy has chopped them all up, put them in a hat. And we're going to pull from a hat, and Amy's going to introduce us. But this is what we're going to do. We want to answer your questions, and I'm challenging all three of you gentlemen, and Amy, you'll probably chime in on this too, to really go at this because our mission is to serve our listeners, to serve our audience, um, and to share how men think and how we approach things. So I'm challenging all of you guys in 2020. I want to level up this podcast. Gavin's already laughing. <laughs> Uh, your buddy Joey's here, so if you don't tell the honest story, we're going to get Joey because I know Joey knows the real story. Yep. I <laughs> agree with Brooks. You uh-huh. guys need to be more honest, more vulnerable. 
vulnerable. It's all right. Vulnerable. Close enough. Take more risks. Tell us like it is. Because sometimes I think you guys are a little bit too nice, a little bit too vanilla, a little bit too safe. Okay, Bring 20, it. 2020, we're Let's going wild and free. Vanilla is a fine flavor. That's my hey, favorite flavor. Is there an alternate hat that also has all the answers that no. we could just draw some <laughs> no. random out of it so, and be like, whoa, okay, here's my response. Here is what we Uh-oh. did. Danielle, Tori, and I worked all week. We compiled questions from Instagram, from listeners, from other women we know, and we did extensive research into what do women want to know, okay. and we mm. put all of it into a hat. We chopped it up. Here are the rules. You are not allowed to pass. Ooh. You cannot say pass. You cannot toss the question back into the hat or avoid answering it. You must answer, mm. and you must tell the truth. And okay. this game is called, we have three options for what the title is of okay. the game. You guys pick. It can be called Great Minds Think Alike. Get like, it? Like, like L-A-I-C. Oh, like how men name. think. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I like that. Double entendre. <laughs> Come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Or wishful thinking. Mm. What should we call this game? I like the first one. I feel like this is like. Great Minds Think Alike. Okay. Well, okay. I know. Except we don't think alike, though. How about men don't lie? <clears throat> oh. How about here's do. how you burn down your own career in 40 minutes? <laughs> yeah. So, how about, how about Gavin? Chuck. About right. How about Gavin a good time? Chuck is oh like that. Gavin a good time. Gavin a good time. Boo. All right, fine. Fine. We're Boo. Gavin a good time. We're Gavin a good time tonight. Oh, my That's God. pretty good. Pretty okay. good. So, Chuck, set the clock for 60 minutes. This game is a 60-minute game. When it is 60 minutes, it is up, it is over, and you are out of the studio. Okay. Are there are there? So it's 416. Is there half time? So it's 4.17. It's 4.17. At 5.17, game is over. Yep. Can you put a window up of the outdoors so it kind of like when we were kids, we were looking <laughs> we're outside, at, waiting for recess? Dark studio. Like, oh, I don't know. And for everyone listening, outside. I will not chime in too much. Okay. Too much. Okay, here is question number one, oh, and then boy. I'm going to pass the hat on to Brooks. Okay. The topic is crying. Ooh. Pass. How do you... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel when your wife or partner cries? You understand it and want to help? Question mark. You wish it would stop? Question mark. Would you prefer that she do that crying alone or with her girlfriends, or are you okay with being the shoulder to cry on? If it is not necessarily your fault, is it easier to help her with her tears? If it is your fault, what do you do? Crying, I'm fine with. Completely fine with. Like emotions, this is one thing I've really learned in my life. Emotions are real. Like they are real things. And for us to judge anybody else's emotions or what somebody else is going through for them to cry and express, for them to be courageous enough to express what they're going through, And and my wife to do that, like yeah, I I'm I am absolutely fine with crying and and actually really am proud to be a person that she trusts to to move through something like that with. Crying is a sign of great weakness. <laughs> <laughs> polarity, polarity on this show. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Cry. It depends. Yeah, you know, listen. You know, you want to be the shoulder to cry on. Um, but it also, it depends. Uh, there's a lot, of, it's not, you don't want, it's not like you don't want to be the shoulder to cry on, but also a lot of it, it's also, you know, what is the cause of the emotion? So what is the, the root of that, that sadness or, or, um, that issue? And, uh, the one thing you don't want to be is the, the source of the crying. 
right? So it depends. You know, if you're the if you're the reason that they are crying, you know, then um that can be a really difficult scenario to be in, trying to work through the problems of a relationship and this and that. Um but there's so many different versions of of what could cause somebody to have that that sort of uh emotional response. Uh so yeah, you you definitely want to be able to be there for somebody in that scenario. Um but sometimes to be honest, uh sometimes the the uh scenario can be actually very uncomfortable. Um and so it uh it really it it happens to be it's case specific and and I think it uh it can go a lot of different directions. I think a lot of guys have a hard time being around when um, are you a politician? We only got till five seventeen, yeah. buddy. So. Yeah. Are you? You've, said, you've talked for two minutes, but haven't said one way or the other. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. I'm sh- you're a politician, guys. There's a whole hour I need to fill up here. <laughs> yeah. This is called filibuster. Next episode, we're, we're fifty-seven two. minutes in already. So, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, a lot of guys have a hard time being around when their significant other starts crying, and they don't want to be there because they feel partially guilty even if they're not the source of what it is they feel like they're not doing a good job helping and i think a lot of guys become overwhelmed with that because a lot of guys um men don't necessarily have a propensity to demonstrate their ability to cry right so a lot of times it's hard for them to process someone else crying near them um and i think uh, a lot of men operate out of out of Sort of but a potential I, guilty scenario, and you're like, "Oh God, I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't cause this." You know. Okay, I can I? I, I, I got a quick question. We probably want to move on to the next question, but I want to say mm. or ask is like, do the do chicks just go into the crying mode? They're like, you know, like to as like a defense mechanism, or like because sometimes that pisses me off. You know, it's like you're in an argument, like. And then all of a sudden they go into cry mode, so like they're becoming because the, they know the, they'll get you. Yeah, it's like you uh, know what? Screw right. you! Like stop crying! Like mm. we're talking about, you know, we're in an argument. Like get over it. Yeah. Or it, sometimes it come out of left field. You'd be like, hey, I'm thinking about we should go get some dinner right now. Like, ah, I don't want to go dinner, man. <laughs> you know, you don't and want then that. Then you're stuck. You walk out and go to, go by yourself. Party yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Dimitri, <laughs> listen, I, I don't like when people cry. I don't want to be the source of the crying, but depending on what it is, I'll take it for a little while. But to be honest. I have a little bit of a fuse there where it's like, all right, well, we've done the crying, so now shut the f*** up. (laughs) The hammer comes down from Dimitri. Next question. All right. Next question. I'm pulling this out of the hat. Ooh, here we go. Because it's it's very timely. Valentine's Day. Love it or dread it? Love it or dread it? I hate it. It's a non-holiday for me. Yeah. Wow. Gav? Says the two married guys. Yeah. (laughs) Gav, the eternal romantic. (laughs) The eternal romantic. Uh, Valentine's Day. Love it uh, or dread it? It, I, it could be either or, man. It can. This can be an either or thing. Listen, depends if you're dating somebody or not. It depends if, if they're taking it more seriously than you are, right? There's a lot of other options here. So it could be like, oh, Valentine's Day. What are you talking about? Like, we just met. You know what I mean? It's, it's so, a chick holiday. I mean, is there a dude holiday? I think it's Name a, a dude I holiday. Think, I think it's, it's a chick a, holiday. I think it's a good dive a holiday. Rick is throwing some heat he in is. 2020. Dude, I love Rick's it. I'm having a good year so far. Fire yeah. now. <laughs> I think Valentine's Day was created by Hallmark and Godiva. I think they got I mean, together, they had a giant meeting, and they were like, we got to sell some cards. Cards. My, my, we got to sell some chocolate. Dude, I don't, I don't my like daughter it. Calls like, why, are we being, why are we being romantic? Because everyone else is being like, there's nothing more uncomfortable than going to the restaurant and sitting there, and everyone else is there, and you have the short menu. It's like, do you want to go to a nice restaurant? Go to a nice restaurant on a different day. But to go out because it's Valentine's Day, and everyone else is doing 
I feel like you're just going through the motions. I can't stand Valentine's Day. Mm. I, I equally like it and equally dread it. I think it's fun. It can be a fun event. It's fun to like plan something to surprise my wife with. But also then when you're like right now, you're thinking like, oh man, I have no idea what I'm going to do for Valentine's Day. It can be stressful. And then if there's expectation with it too, yeah. as a dude, that's like, oh God, it just puts heat on you. Yeah. To me, yeah. It's, to me it's an opportunity to wear my favorite teddy. Mm. Um, I think... Mm. Uh, next we'll question one. I can't yeah. wait to break that thing out every year I'm like <laughs> this one's got the fuzziness on it the lace you're talking about a teddy bear you know I, I just want to see if I could fit in it again you know what I mean like see if oh the look at this I have another it. question okay let's read that moving on <laughs> rock that thing <clears throat> you are you are given one hundred thousand dollars what do you do with it no one will ever know you received it <clears throat> you won't be taxed or judged what do you truly want to do with it and be selfish if that's what you want to do mm. Okay, go ahead, Dimitri. You, what do you want to do? Hundred grand cash, boom. Hundred grand cash, straight cash. Uh, I'd probably buy a few gifts for myself. I buy some gifts for people. Like what? What? Give me a gift. Um, I don't know. I mean, I probably, I, you know what? I'd probably buy a car. What kind of car? I don't know the the one you drive. Tesla, Model S. Oh, the, you have the S. The S. I gotta get the X because I got four kids. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back so I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's either get that or send them to college. So I'm trying to. I'm debating right now. Hey, but you get to do whatever you well, want. That's what to I'm do. saying. That's why right. I would get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would. I would be a little selfish with it. I would also do some nice stuff though. I would okay. help some people that don't have things for sure. Okay. Who knows, man? I mean, I definitely. I like to give. Uh, I like to give gifts to people, you know, or like buy dinners and stuff like that. So that'd probably be uh, kind of along along those lines, you know. Mm, a nice. I, I like to. Pay for people's dinners and stuff like that. What about like a so, what about a wagyu steak for the boys here? Oh yeah, that'd be nice. I like to buy stuff for my friends. <laughs> oh Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rick, I can't believe he's talking about you like that. Yeah, Rick, that's no, awful. That's amazing. Right, so, that's so Brooks awful. and I get steaks then, yeah. right? Oh, that's just terrible. Um, <laughs> this is this is probably the lamest, most boring answer. I would invest it, and I would just watch that baby grow. I'd tuck that thing away, uh, and I love what. Rick's making some code here. I have no idea what it is. Oh, I, Brooks, he's I, doing I, baseball I, I, I signage. Baseball say, signage. Brooks, you, you need to donate that to Ryan. Oh no! I mean, Ryan, come on. Ryan doesn't get any of it. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, but, but what yeah. I would do is I would invest it, and then I would text <laughs> Ryan how much it goes up each month. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what? You know what might be a thing to do? Like put that money aside, and like when you have kids, you put it aside and say, "Look, I'm going to either pay for college, or I'm going to give you all the money for college." I would not even say college um, i think in all honesty 100 grand isn't a whole lot like it go, it's gonna go pretty fast you start buying a few watches you buy rick's a car buying rick, dinner rick's buying I dinner mean, rick what's you doing with your money give I'm us not saying, give us something what you doing with that 100 grand cash i think i would save half of it this is kind of the story of my life i'd save half of it and then i'd go and spend the other half Diamond encrusted what? speedo, nice. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Yes. How do you know I don't need to have one? Mm. All the crust. Okay. Yeah, all, the, all the crust. <laughs> all right. He has a crust. It's my speedo. opportunity. Oh man, I hate reading in public. Okay. How do you like your eggs? <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's for you, Gavin. You're running out to get us breakfast. Oh, Go. sorry, guys. Uh, Anybody want to answer this for me? Um, Let me ask Brooks. Okay. Brooks, how do you like your eggs? Traditionally scrambled, but like the last two months I switched to easy over because I oh, ate man. scrambled my entire life. And so I'm like, I just want to try and something And you're like, new. I'm going to get crazy. Yeah, I'm going wild yes. with some easy overs. 
Is it because you like your wrist hurt? Over and easy. You were Isn't it over easy? Over easy. Yeah. Okay, there well, you go. Well, he's new. I'm new to it. I'm new to it. I'm new to it. And I don't, I don't cook. Them, you know that's what easy over sounds I... like some some yeah. fishing gear, like uh, fly fishing gear, that's, that's fly what, fishing pants. And when I, <laughs> I don't, even, I, I don't think I can cook them that way. That's why I just scramble eggs because I'm not a very good cook, and I just I'm like, not a good cook. Push them around, and I had some scrambled eggs today. But when I eat at like a restaurant, yeah, I want the easy over easy over easies. Uh, I go scramble if I'm in a short, if I don't have much time. If I have time, I go poached. I love poached Ooh. eggs, and Oof. I like cooking them. There's a whole science to it. you got to spin the water. you got to throw a little vinegar in there, and then you got to watch them and time it and poke them. And, it's very, oh, looking it's, forward it's to, a science. Looking forward to brunch at it's your place. It's a science like, to you, huh? I like them over <laughs> now easy. I know how you did in school. <laughs> over easy? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very bougie answer, Rick. I like my eggs over medium. Nice. Hmm. A very specific did you say Rick's uh, answer was bougie? The same guy that said, you know, 100 grand isn't a lot, guys. I like my eggs poached. <laughs> but, I mean, th- those are all pretty fundamental answers. Does anybody here not prefer, like, huevos rancheros? Because those are pretty damn good. Okay. Yeah, but it didn't I say breakfast. It said, yeah, okay, you're right. Rick's got a question. Okay. I'm just saying. Everybody kept it real simple. We're like, all right, let's keep it simple. There well, we go. It, it was a question about eggs. I wasn't going to go <laughs> super deep on it. <laughs> okay, next question. How happy are you on a scale of 1 to 10? One reason why you are why you are where you are on the scale. Mm. Mm. How happy are you on a scale of one to ten? Go, Rick. I mean, this second. Let's see. Happy. Actually, you know what? Going into this year, I've been really happy. I've been. I probably give myself about a seven. Okay. Here's here's the rule for this. You cannot on a one to ten scale. There's a rule for anything on a one to ten can't scale. Go, you can't pick a seven because six is like. Everybody goes mm. seven. It's a safe mm. play. Six is like, ooh, I'm not doing so good. Eight, I'm doing really good. The safe spot, the safe play, the vanilla play is a seven. Sevens are out. You cannot pick a seven. So on a scale from so one through seven six and, a half. and eight through ten. Yes. Come on. No sevens, Rick. Hmm. That makes I, that makes eight the new sevens. I, so I found it interesting that he said I'm. Re- I've been really happy. A seven, like seven, mm. doesn't sound. Yeah, really but happy that's to me. not a ten. A ten is like perfect. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's a, I don't know. Screw you, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I rocked his boat. So what are you? <laughs> he was really happy until you brought. Yeah, uh, I know. Took out the seven. Now I've gone down to a four and a half. <laughs> so okay, I'll go at this. I would say right now I would be an eight point five. Okay. Um, I can't do eight point five. New rule. Okay, eight. Fine. Whatever, 8.5. You don't want to go over. It's like the price is right. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I love the turn of the new year. I love the turn of the new decade. Um, in my life, there's a lot of things I'm really working towards and and things I'm, I want to step into a new stage in my life. Yeah. Um, I'm try, I, this year, I'm really excited about retiring from hockey. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of culture and conditioning that came with it that I want to get I want to let go, <clears throat> not get rid of because it's a part of me, but I want to let go of some of that stuff. And so I've never really had a New Year's because most day or most years we would play at 1230 at like at noon on, on New Year's Day. So we'd be sleeping the night before because we'd have a game at noon. Like we'd, the Winter Classic. Yeah. Yeah. We'd play it the next day. So big, massive game. We wouldn't get sure. New Year's. So this is like the first year that I got to do New Year's and really have like an excitement and a hope movie mm. and a new decade and mm. stuff. And so um, I would say like I'm an eight. There's things in my life I really want to improve and work on, but like I fucking love my life yeah. and there's good days and there's bad, but I love my life. That's wow. good. Good answer. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, buddy. Yeah. Good answer. My, me? Yeah. I'm like in the nine, nine, five, 
place, I feel. Because I... Damn. Oh, that's, I feel really good. I'm just you know? plummeting over here. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. If you guys are that high, I'm screwed. No. no. S- single man, rock no, star. No. I mean, it, how can you? No. If you're under a nine and a half, you're doing something you're wrong. Loser. loser. When he said seven, I was like, I'm dunking on this motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, I, I just feel really good. I feel like, you know, uh, like, I just feel like good things are happening. Good things are coming. And, um, uh, you know, maybe it's uh, over, maybe I'm overconfident about, about, um, about where where I'm at in my in my world in my life, but I think uh, I I just have a lot of hope. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's yeah. I love if, that word. if that's turned into overconfidence or not. I just feel very hopeful. You know, um, and I feel like things are are going in a really good direction. I feel like um, over the course of the last two to three years, two and a half, three years. I got through a lot of difficult things and, um, and so it gave me perspective and, um, it's been emotional, but, but it, having gone through a lot of difficult times, I can reflect on where I'm at now as compared to those times. Yeah. And it gave me a, 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 a new barometer on what it means that, and what that scale means, because in my, in the darkest depths they were definitely way below a four. You know what I mean? And um, so I know what that is. I've been in, I've been way below four. And so that's why I feel like where I'm at now is certainly more in the nine to nine and a half range in relationship to where I was. That's awesome. They're worlds away from each other. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's powerful for people listening to yeah, man. Um, that you're you. an example of somebody it, from the outside, it looks like you have an amazing life. You, you're doing what you love, you opportunity all around you, but even just hearing that you go through struggles, that I go through struggles. Hor- horrible struggles. We all do. Yeah. And we, so we all do. It humanizes you yeah. to our listeners. And if, if you're listening out there and that's you going through a tough time, just know yeah. that there's better days ahead. And I love the word you used was hope. I it's, love it's that ho- word. It's hope, It's man. such a powerful word. It's hope because I've been hopeless, you know. Uh, I've I've been I've been in on the phone when you hear, uh, you know, your mom's gonna die. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's no stopping this train. I've been on that phone call. You know, I've seen that train wreck. You know what I mean? And uh, and she did die. You know, and that was followed by my grandmother immediately. You know, then followed by my grandfather, and that was a uh, very hard. And uh, and so I so I know I know that darkness. And then uh, that's the only reason I can recognize the light is because I've been in that darkness. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And Dimitri, the guy ahead of you just hit a grand slam. So you're, you're next up. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say now. Like at first I was like, oh, nine and a half. That's cool. And then he gave all that. And I'm like, now, now I feel like I should be happy, but I don't know. Like I, I'm anywhere between a nine and a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a seven. No, that's no, a, no it's not, on, guys. <laughs> Where are you doing your math? Sevens in the middle of nine and two. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd say six, six, and not, that's not a pull the seven out. So I defaulted to six. I'd, I'd say six. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's we gotta we gotta turn that. But I'm but I'm down. but I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic that things just right now. If you were to ask, I think things you know. And what's your reason for saying six? Meaning, what's got me happy at a six? What what or what's not got you happy at a ten? Um, you know, I'm 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 always I'm always happy with my uh with my family, my kids and everything, but um, you know, I feel like 
um, I feel like, you know, I feel a little spread thin. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Are you feeling like you can't get through the entire hour right now? Well, I think you, you, ate up, you ate up a good portion of You have of to it. leave early yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> One more question from you and we'll be done. So I think we're fine. <laughs> okay, next question. I, I pulled this one. Do you ever work late, but really it's because you don't want to deal with the kids and the kids stuff? Don't have kids, so no. Totally. I, I yeah. work late so I don't have to deal with these guys' kids. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you. Uh, I mean, Rick I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw it like I'm. I'm spending an extra four hours at the office just because I don't want to go home and deal and deal with all the food and everything <laughs> like that. But it's like, you know, an hour or something. Like there, there are days where I just don't want to go home, and and maybe it's not even of the kids. It may just be like entering back into the house and being part of the family and doing and engaging back in that. Have you ever considered trading up, like? trading the kids for older kids who don't need you there as much <laughs> for kids already in school surprisingly yeah. enough like, like you know like college? trade your 12 year old kid for like maybe a 17 year old on their way out of the house like almost off to college soon so you're like the f- i don't really need to be there joanna's doing okay <laughs> just so we're clear you're not playing She's on got having kids anytime car. soon right yeah. Yeah, gavin. <laughs> gavin just adopted a 21 year old Uh, uh, yeah, so I will say real quick, I'll say, um, yeah, if there are times, if I'm heading home and I realize it's right around bedtime and it's going to be okay and I can wait a half hour, then I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> you always need to fill up the car, right, Gap? <laughs> Stay at home dads, PTA dad. Does it work or is it weird? What's PTA dad mean? Like the one that goes to all the school events and parent like, teacher yeah. association is that it? Yeah. Association. I hope I get to do that when I have kids. I'd love to like do that because I don't know what that's like, but I, I want to be involved in my child's life when I um, stay at home dad. I couldn't do that. I want to be an actively involved dad, but like to just stay at home, I think that would uh, like I would love my kids, but I think my soul would somewhat die doing that. I need. Mm. I, it's hard. I need to it's do hard. Something yeah, for me, me, I will. I will go crazy if I don't do something not, for me. Not too far off topic, but specifically because you you travel so much, Brooks. Do you think you could ever live in one place permanently to raise a kid in? To be like, I'm going to commit to this one town. This is where they're going to grow I, I, up. They're going to yeah. till they're 18 years mm-hmm. old. You think you could do that? I think I could, because um, my my mom and dad still live in the house that I grew up in. So I love wow. that. I love that sort of stability type thing, and that's something I want to bring to my family. To you love that family. as an adult now, though. You think you could be in one place because you've tasted the life of somebody on the road who's in a new town or new new exciting town or city or out in the wilderness or whatever. You've you've had a life that affords that. You think you can really? So here's the thing. It's not a choice of, it's not black or white. It's not Mm. A or B. I think I want both. So as much as I want a home and a stable Mm -hmm. environment for the the Mm -hmm. kids to be in, Mm -hmm. I also want to expose them to the world and to Mm -hmm. take them everywhere with me. It's how I, like Mm -hmm. my dog right now, I take my dog everywhere I go. Yeah, sure. If I go to Idaho, if I go to New York, if I go to Miami, if no, I go of course. to Nashville. Like of course. I, he, my dog is- with you, of course. Yeah. But, but do you think you can raise somebody for 18 years of their life and say, our home base will be in I think such it's, and such a place. I think, I think it's easy. I mean, you to think be so? honest with you, the time flies. And then the other thing is mm-hmm. the kids obviously become the priority. So basically right. you're in, once they start hitting school, they're making friends, they're in, they're in groups, they're in sports, they're in dance, whatever you want to call it. Do you, do you, they're, 
Do you they're have, in that? Do you have dogs? I will on Sunday. Do you have dogs? I did. What? I have a dog you're for getting a question. Yes. Can I ask you a question? My man, you're getting a dog. That's amazing. That's Congratulations. It makes me nervous because he's told us he doesn't like dogs. Let me ask you a question. What's harder? What's Wait, what's easier? Flying with a child or with a dog? I don't know. But you can't put your you can't put your child down below. You know that, right? But walking on a plane. <laughs> my, my dog flies with me. My dog flew with me last night. We flew, flew What's home easier? from Idaho I fly with my dog. Night. It's pretty easy. Yeah. But you have kids and you've had a dog. So which is easier to travel the with? The younger kids are harder because they're kind of scrambling and they're out of control and they're they're a little bit more needy. But right now my, my kids are 13 and 11 and they just chill and they're they're in their seats yeah. and it's no problem. They cool. watch something. So they kids, go to the bathroom on their own. Yeah, yeah. But okay. this, the younger ones are tough. Let's get back on topic. Dimitri, stay no, at home, stay at home dad. Could you do it? Or PTA dad. Um, I couldn't do that fully. No, um, very similar to what you said, but I will say this, my schedule right now, although it sounds funny cause I just said, I feel stretched thin or whatever, but my schedule right now is easy to allow me to spend a lot of time with the kids. Right on. So I work heavy in the morning and then I, so I pick them up every day and I do a lot of stuff with them in the afternoon. Um, so I get a little bit of both, but if that was fully it and I didn't have the other stuff, it would be very difficult for me. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think, mm-hmm. so I have a friend of a friend that basically he is the stay at home dad mm-hmm. and she has a very successful job and he's at home. He's part of the PTA and he's ra- he's raising the kids. He's got a couple of boys and I think a, a third child that's a girl. And I was talking to him one time and he was telling me that he is part of the PTA and that it's, that it's odd. That, that he wants to be a part of his kids' families to that degree, Brooks, where he's in the PTA. But he also is realized where he's going into a group or a crowd that's predominantly all women or all moms, all mm-hmm. stay Is that moms. why they don't and let so- the boys wrestle in kindergarten? What? what? I will <laughs> yes. say this. Because there's no, yes, there's no guys in the PTA. They don't yeah. want the boys being too and rough so and it's, stuff But like it's that. an awkward socially thing for him. And But like, it, uh, you know, so... Um, I forget what the question was, but basically, you know, I think it's good that he does it, but I think it's a weird, he's in a weird spot. I'll say this. I get mm. this because I'm at the school a lot. I get often I'll get, cause my wife works. They'll be like, so where's your wife? We haven't seen her in forever. Like just constantly, constantly mm. with that. And it's like, and it's different for me because I'm not a stay at home dad. I work, mm-hmm. but my hours are just odd. Yeah. So they'll mm. say that. So lately I've been hitting him with, <clears throat> well, she left me. Oh, so <laughs> so awkward. Just just jars them right. It just stops nothing, them in their tracks. Nothing eh? shuts them up like that. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I see nothing. I, I see know, absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with a stay-at-home dad. No, I don't either. But it's just not for me. I could not do that level of just. There's. I have my own personal goals, and that's maybe selfish, but it will make me happy and will make me a better dad. To be honest, uh, see, I agree with that. Uh, Amy just grunted. So if anybody's going to marry Amy, be prepared to work. Question marky. I get it, and I think it does work for some people, but I think it is tough. I think I'll get letters, but I think there is something <laughs> you don't find it sexy. Oh no no no! Th- th- just say it. You no. you, you I find think that it to be puts a turnoff. The masculine too much squished down. When I do think there's an important part of being the feminine role and the masculine role when you're a man and a woman. So. That's I don't okay. know. It's really tough yeah. to break down because I think in theory, yes, sometimes it's 
you have to do that. But I think it is very challenging for the man. I think he feels emasculated. And I think Rick is alluding to that. Rick's saying this guy's doing it, but it is hard to be the dude in the room with 85 ladies in the PTA. That would be you know so difficult. I would, or I, would the actually, guy. I would actually love to hear from any of our listeners out there that if you are this man, if you are a stay-at-home man or stay-at-home dad and in the PTA, any of that, I'd love for you to send us an email <laughs> Uh, reach out to us on Instagram and just hear your thought on it and what, as a man, what your struggles with it are. Maybe it depends awesome. on how hot the, the, the moms are in the class. I saw Rick light up when they said when she said one guy and like 85 moms. You were like, whoa, I got to get in on this PTA thing. <laughs> so I will say when I pulled, I pulled a bunch of men about this question and they said it doesn't work and it's sometimes it can be a downfall for the relationship. I can so see that. I, I could be wrong, well. but this is the research. What if, okay. what if he's uh, staying home because it's cheaper to work on your own house than to hire somebody and uh, he doesn't make as much money as, say, it would cost to renovate the home? Well, that seems like a job, kind of a job. So he'd be staying home yeah, watching maybe, the maybe, kids but, while he renovates. Yeah, I think that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it costs quite a bit of money to rebuild a house, you know. I love the There's idea a lot of, of guys in that scenario. My love, dad, my dad was working on our house all the time. Well, he, he had a job at the same time, but he was always, you know, swinging a hammer. No, I, I love the idea of uh, the kids running around while you're building and swinging a hammer and doing all that stuff. Then, yeah, no, that's a terrible idea. You're fall through the floor. <laughs> Sounds pretty safe. We helped him. I mean, I thought it was good for us. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Gav. You got a question? All right, here's the here's the one I pulled out of the hat. Thanks for this one. <laughs> Women who don't wear a bra. Ooh. Sexy or Ooh. not? I find I haven't worn a bra in a long time, so it affects me not at all. And my boobs are right in the same spot as they've always been. Ayo, forty-two and still kicking. You're not, it. You're not allowed to avoid the question. Gay <laughs> <Hey>, cups. <laughs> so uh, anyway, how do I feel about that? Well, I guess it depends. You know, I mean, it uh, it depends on you know uh, how much out there that it is we can see that you are or are not wearing a bra and you know some people don't wear a bra and they don't wear pretty much anything else on top of that either so uh it depends how how clad Give they, us they are an answer mr politician depends if they've got a hot bod then i'd say by all means do as you like to do you know what i mean if it's uh if it's the old, you know, the old pancake bod rocking the yoga pants, <laughs> then you're like, well, what are you doing? You I'm going to call I mean? Rick out because Rick was the one who had this topic. So I feel like he has a story that he's being shy about. By the oh. way, that's by, not true. By, by the way, what's with everybody wearing yoga pants? Everybody all the time. Athleisure. As I just say. assumed they were all doing yoga. Is that not the case? I mean, Greatest what, creation what? of all mankind. No, no, no. That depends <laughs> on the neighborhood, my friend. <laughs> So, you know, when did this become just normal, social, socially acceptable? You know what it is? They're like, I give up pants. No. No, it's the evolution of the sweatpants. Up. I give up. That's Not what, the right one. No. That's, listen. Have you been to a yoga this class? This depends on the neighborhood. You, you guys are living in Hollywood, okay? There's people here who exercise nine hours a day. That's one. That's like, they're on their way to exercise class. But. If you're not, okay, and you're rock, rocking that stuff absolutely everywhere, like, what, what is this? They're like, leg, they're just leggings. They're just. I'd, I'd love just, to have our female is, listeners weigh in on Everything it. is exposed. You can see everything. I'd love to have our female listeners weigh in on this. What in, about living in LA? What like, about the guys? You want us wearing 
like we look I like Peter it, Pan. That happens. No, nope, I don't want to see you in that. that I mean, happens. I mean, the guys are wearing stuff they shouldn't be. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I think that goes back to the question is, you know, <laughs> in terms of, of the bra thing, it's like, you know, I was going through the airport the other day and I saw this cute kind of younger, attractive girl and she wasn't wearing a bra. And I was like, wow, that's actually, that's very attractive. But then you get to the other side of that. What like, her dad what, say to you? <laughs> Jeez. Go what ahead. flight are you Go on? Go ahead. Get to the other side. No, of the other side of it like, is what are you, looking at my door? you get you get the the people that are wearing maybe the yoga pants that shouldn't be, or the people that aren't wearing a bra that maybe should be. Why That's, shouldn't they be? No, I think good. I like that. Why shouldn't they be? They sh- they shouldn't be. Why? Um, maybe it's an expression of freedom. Mm. See, I have no problem with it. I I, I actually can I, find I don't it. either. I actually can find it sexy. Hey, listen, if I'm. Obviously, we all have different tastes, but if you're attracted to the body and you see a certain thing when they're not wearing it, of course, you're going to go, wow, oh my God, you know, yeah. wow. Here's wow. what I think is but, great about but, you know, 2020. It's... The bra, unlike maybe in the 50s where the bra was like just to hold the boobs, now it's part of fashion. So like, I'm it's gonna, sexy well, to like see tonight, a bra I'm wearing a bra, I'm wearing a shirt right now, but later tonight when we all go out, I'm going to take the shirt off because the bra is supposed <laughs> where to Where are we show. going? <laughs> <laughs> The bra, you bought the bra, that bra is show. supposed to show, and bras have become much more like cute and fashionable. Mm-hmm. So I think they're more like a fashion statement than just serving the purpose. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I like both. Both can be extremely sexy. Who's next? Who's picking the question? I'll go. Let's go. Or Rick, you want to oh, go? I like that one. That's oh, a good one. I can see it. Oh, damn. Oh, no. That's a, holy, this is like a 20-part question. Okay, driving. Um, let's go with this. Why do men always drive? When a couple is in the car, the man is always driving. Why? Uh, what if your wife, girlfriend wanted to drive? I watched 100 cars go by in Lake Tahoe, and it was a couple in front of a man that was driving. 90- and yeah. if it was a couple, it was the man driving 95% of the time. Do men think they are better drivers than women? One of those cars in Tahoe was Gavin <clears> and I, <throat> and he was driving. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. Do mm. men think they're better I, I drivers just, than I women? Just, why do men always drive, Rick? I don't know the answer to that question, but I just went on a road trip with my family, and I drove the entire time. And my I, wife was like, hey, do you want me to drive? Do you want me to drive? I'm like, no, I got it. It's all good. Like, I, for some reason, I just feel more comfortable and more in control of the car when I'm driving instead of versus her, even though okay. she's a great driver. Okay. But Dimitri, yeah, we, we all know they're just horrible drivers, right? I, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, we're going to get some hate mail this decade. I'm writing one right now. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I drive most of the time or all the time, uh, but it's not like... That's just the way it is. I think maybe my wife doesn't want to drive. I will say this. I was dating a girl one time and I was like, oh, do you want to drive? And she's like, what? And I was like, mm. did you want to drive? And she's like, uh, this is shortly after college. And she's like, I've never been around a guy that didn't want to drive. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Then maybe you should. I was, I think I said, I don't feel like driving. And I was like, maybe you should go back and date the guys that you were dating, that you dated before. Like, who cares? Like, I didn't feel like driving. I said, do you want to drive? Mm. Like, I don't care. I do most of the driving, I think, but it's just, I think maybe my wife doesn't want to drive and that's why it happens. Gav? I prefer doing the driving. Yeah. I love to drive. I get a thrill from driving. What is the thrill? Let's hear it. Unpack that for well, us. The other option is your dog driving. I right? like gambling so. with my life. <laughs> well, the, the other thing <laughs> no, is- I, I love to drive. I just enjoy the act of driving. I truly get a kick out of it. Yeah. I like the joy of driving, but I also like, it does nothing to do with a man or a woman driving. It's just, I sometimes, when I'm not driving, I don't always feel safe. 
And so I'm mm. always the one that's putting my foot that's down, true. you know, when there's a break or if I'm in the back, I'm like back true. driver. And it's like, I just, but, I mean, unless else? I know the person well enough where I'm like, okay, yeah, Gavin, you're, you're a good driver. We've driven a lot together. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Would you I, let your wife drive? Like, do you think she is totally, a good driver? Totally. Yeah. I, it's yeah, it's yeah. actually sometimes yeah. fun to like, cause I'll, I would probably drive 95% of the time too. But it's actually sometimes fun. It's like a novelty when my wife drives and I get to like just chill and run tunes and look around and I'm like, this is awesome. I do understand See, I as, a, on that. as a woman, I drive 95% of the time. But when I am in a car with like a boyfriend, there is something sort of charming about them driving. Like I get that. And you're sort of the, it's, it's very feminine and masculine. You're like yeah, the girl and he's school. driving and then he comes around yeah. and opens the door. It's really cute. <laughs> So I have a question. I pulled this one out because I want, I don't want it to get missed. And you have to tell the truth. Okay. Like seriously, you have to tell the truth. Oh man. Do you think you are good in bed or do you maybe need improvement? Well, every guy's going to say they're good. Can we change that to great? Because good is like yes, a seven. Yes, that's oh, fine. That's I good. like where you're going. Yes. Are you, Good's a seven. Are yeah. you great in bed? So the, the question <laughs> is... The question now is, are you good, great in bed or do you need work? What, or do you need work? I'll go with this. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I would say, because one of my goals this year is to really explore like learning about sexuality. The amount of time in my life that I've studied hockey, athletics, training, nutrition, pressure, high-performance mindset, all of that stuff. You're going to dedicate that uh, to essentially but, yeah! but, but so that's funny. the thing oh, i did the opposite i studied sex my whole life now i'm doing hockey okay there you go but so here's the thing is that's what people think that people people think that and we've had some amazing um sexologists on this show that people think that sexuality is just the act of sex of just having sex and there's yeah. so much more yeah. to it here's a question this is an honest question for everybody in this room and every single person listening are you fully a hundred percent fully expressed in your true sexuality with your partner, with everything you could not imagine having a better sex life. Are you truly there? No, no. I, and I'm not no. either. I'm not either. So that's what one of that's, my goals this year is to really dive into. So then we're all essentially, that's a state of suffering. We're not, we're not tens out of tens. We're not, it doesn't mean you're the dude. best performer. It just means are you fully expressed? Do you even know who you are sexually? Right. And I, I truly, to my core, do not, but I'm super excited about that journey to really learn about sexuality and also get better at the performance of it, but also just the understanding of who I am, who my wife is, that sort of dance. How do you all feel about receiving um, instruction during it? And I want everybody to answer the first question, which is, are you great? But also like, in the midst of it, are you open to the woman saying, let's try this? Or what do you think about this? Or I read this in a book. Can we try it? Does she pass you the Ikea manual and be like, this is how you need to put the shelf together? Well, you guys should all <laughs> read. You all should read. Sorry, I have to like kind of touch Rick a little bit because I'm using his mic in, on purpose. Uh, you guys should all read this book called Slow Sex. It's by, I think her name is Nicole Daydun. And it talks about orgasmic meditation and what? I highly, I know, that's what my guy said when I said, can we try this? And he's all, uh-uh. 
I highly recommend it. It's supposed to be life changing, and I think it could be. Did you say orgasmic meditation? meditation. Do you want me to explain <laughs> Where do you, you guys? Come I'll up explain with this you quickly what it what, is in a nutshell. What is this stuff? For 15 minutes, <laughs> for 15 minutes, you what? the man is fully clothed. The woman is half naked and you do something, you have to read it in the book, to her for 15 straight minutes and it's supposed to be like life changing. Okay. okay, back to the topic. What's what like what? Annoy her? No. Yeah, cuz that's oh, exactly take those no, off that's now exactly or what? what would happen. <laughs> hey, that's those coming exactly off. What happen. Hey, are those coming off now or no? No, not I mean, really? I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. like well, when would be I a good just, time? You touch a part of her for 15 Hold on. Minutes. Hold on. About, can you leave the room for the 15 minutes and come back later? Let's hold on. I'm I'm reining I'm this make in. A sandwich. I'm reining this in because this is this is honestly this is a really important question. I'll be back in 15 minutes. <laughs> Get off your sandwich kick here. Here's here is a Rick. This is this is to me, guys. This is a really important question. These <laughs> topics like this are really why we do this podcast. Back to the original question: Are you? Do you feel you are good in great in bed, or are you willing to like? have some assistance and and learn more about it and get and oh, I'm, discover. I'm definitely up for more assistance i don't think i'm great i think i'm good i think there's tons for room room of improvement um but again like i i mean all these things that amy's bringing up in the books and stuff like that it's like i'm just lucky to get laid like once a f- week <laughs> seriously how, I mean, yeah, dude, how are you gonna be Dimitri. great once a week rick come on you need more <laughs> repetition mean, it's true. Like, <laughs> come on, Dimitri, pick me up here, bro. What is Support that? me. What do you mean, by Dimitri? That? Let's. No, go. it's like I don't have 15 minutes no. to sit there and go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like it's, you're it's right. Like, oh, Gavin's right. right. He's like, Gavin's right. It's like, hey, bail the room for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I'll go. Are they laying there in their yoga pants? So yeah, you don't. Doing, okay. uh, you don't wait in the pool. Dimitri, you go. Dimitri, you go. I think. Yeah, I think I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty good. But I definitely there's. Tons of room for improvement. Yeah. Gav? Life is good. You know? 9.5. Politician, answer the question. Are are you great in bed? I get the job done. You know, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. And uh, and and they're happy. <laughs> That's my the key. only you know what I mean? Are Here's happy my too? only true sort of like criticism <laughs> of this conversation. <laughs> you have 15 minutes, Rick, yeah. to try it. It's 15 minutes that... If your wife came to you with this book and it changes people's lives, you have, I'm asking you for 15 minutes and I'm not mad at you because my guy did the same thing. He was like, I'm not doing that. But then he, he did do it. So it's 15 minutes and it's supposed to really be life changing. Like, why don't you go home and try it and then tell us if it works? I was, will give you the book. Was he wearing the bra when uh, you guys did it or were you? <laughs> He was, not he was driving bra. without a bra. We did Here. a modified version. So, Amy, I'm on your side on this. And so here's my question and, and the concept <laughs> I want to propose. Because um, I'm like, <laughs> this is an area of my life I'm actively you're, like pursuing. You're doing it right I'm, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, truthfully. Pun like, intended. Really. Um, there's a concept called pleasure first. Pleasure first. So your day, the most important thing in your day is pleasure and when I read that, when I started thinking about that, how often in my life have I woke up thinking, okay, got to feed the dog, got to get the dogs out to pee, walk them. I want to work out. I got this stuff I want to do, all of this stuff. And then, oh, I try and fit pleasure in after that, or maybe at, at night when we go to bed. But what if I looked at my life and what would the quality of my life be if I woke up prioritizing pleasure as the absolute most important thing in my day? 
It's hard to have pleasure when the dogs are crapping on the rug, though. So <laughs> but, yeah, but if, yeah, but if you have, if, if you're in pleasure, if you have pleasure, you probably don't give a damn about that. Yep. Think about how you're feeling after you've been pleasured, after you've true. expressed yourself. You are more loving, more kind, more patient. You have more gratitude for everything. Everybody's awesome. Yeah. Things are funnier. Well, maybe pleasure first is a new concept that I'm trying to like explore in my life because it's not been it's been almost last in the course right. of my I life see. as right. a and I can't, you're going to work I out. can't listen to anyone say they don't have 15 minutes you do you have 15 minutes a few times a week to try it you do meditate we sex actually, meditate we actually have 15 minutes yeah. left in the 60 minutes mm. got a new question okay. i love that but what, what do you That's do good. when you wanted to have pleasure first but your dog is jumping on your bed looking at you saying me Put lock the door. Put them outside. <laughs> I got. Hey. I got a question. It's going to take fifteen minutes to read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's something we. This is like a paragraph. It's something we've talked about before. Scheduling sex. Ooh. I'm going to rattle down the bullet points here. How do we really feel about it? I used to think it was ridiculous, but my boyfriend. This is from the person that wrote it. But my boyfriend works, has a ton going on, has the kids half the time, and travels. So we scheduled sex. I knew only options this week were Wednesday and Thursday. It was kind of fun to think about it ahead of time and to get excited. I get why you need to do it, but I can't let it go by the wayside. I will say, I think he did it to make me happy when he wasn't quite as into it as part of it. He thought it was a little tough. So I need to figure out how to work on that. So she tried scheduling sex. She seems to like it, but she has to get her boyfriend more on it. So this this is a perfect follow-up question to what I was just talking about, because why can't they? Like, I if, if that... I would totally be up for scheduling sex because I know it's going down here. It's like a hockey game, like mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Saturday night. Like it's go time. But like she I think knows. That's a great idea. I know. Like but I would changes. totally be in for that. Life changes. My alarm just went off. I'm supposed to be having sex right now, huh? but now I'm here. Well. Can I? Can I ask a question? <laughs> can you see? It sounds crazy to me, but I'm down for that as long as you can have sex before that time too. Like whenever, like okay, we'll right. do that yeah. time too. But I don't want it to be like that's a good oh, okay. point. And I, yeah, so not, not going to so do this thing for like three months from now when it's well, I'm no, going to do it. But, but I've looked at my, my life, calendar yeah, and here's we're the thing. not quite there yet. The the summer summer solstice has not it's, arrived. It's going to be really hot in three days. When Hold my on, sperm count is act- activated. Just stay yeah, on the so, question. Nobody is saying you can't have sex other times. She's just just saying just to make sure that there is a so that an absolute must. Must time at least that time, whatever time that is, so per, like, per day, per week, per w- weekend, whatever y'all do it. But okay, I, I like get it. Rick, okay, I Rick get just it, I get said, it. I don't have 15 minutes. Like this woman is going ahead and saying, Here is 15 minutes, here is an hour. You are not free to book other things. I totally like, get it. We okay, are committing- I, under- I, I understand, but uh, on the surface, when I hear these types of things, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around it. Like we're going to schedule sex. Like, uh, well, you got a different lifestyle too. You know what I mean, it's like what? But in your lives, where it, it seems to make sense to at least make sure that there's a time to do it. But I, but it's hard for me to still understand. I have to say, if I if I may, candidly speaking, say it's hard for me to wrap my head around the concept of not having the desire enough. To go that long to the point where you feel like you have to have it on the schedule. No, she's just looking at the calendar saying it's busy. I want to have connection with you. Here's the thing. Let me propose it this way. Let's say there's an absolutely beautiful, lovely woman that you are so into. You are just into this person. And she says to you, I'm super busy. You're super busy this week. I want to carve out an hour where we can totally explore 
and connect physically in everything that we want sexually we can explore in that hour. You're telling me you wouldn't be just dying for 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock to come I, around? Okay, I can, embr- I can embrace that concept. I'll tell you where I'd have a hard time. If we showed up, I knew we had an hour, and the first 15 minutes, she was meditating. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made some progress like there. Like <laughs> Rick, did you have any thought on that? No, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. with a bang. Oh, with a bang. Okay. <laughs> Snort, here's, here's a new now question. I only have 45 minutes. Here's a question. I waited all month for this. Jeez. <laughs> My DoorDash is coming in 30. Um, <laughs> The new topic. Okay, moving on here, you clown. And you Do, wore yoga pants? Snoring. <laughs> Do Fuck. any of you snore? Snoring can destroy relationships. It's mostly men that snore. Do men snore more when they are out of shape or overweight? What do you do if your partner snores? Should you sleep in separate bedrooms? Do you do men think snoring is a deal breaker for women? Do any of your wives or girlfriends snore? A lot of just any topic on snoring. Let's go. I snore. I mean, I don't. I'm not one of those like, you know, like a bear kind of a mm. snore. But I mean, I do snore. Like if I'm in a deep sleep, I've been told that I do snore. Yeah. Um, I caught myself actually on the plane the other day. I was flying back from New York and I fell asleep before we even took off, and it was like I could almost hear myself like. Uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, I was that dude. And, <laughs> yes! That was somebody putting a sock in your mouth. Great. <laughs> but shut that, this guy up. <laughs> but I'm not a huge snore, you know, and I don't have like Rhymes sleep apnea or I don't have any of that other kind of stuff. I do think I don't think it ruins a relationship. It's just a fact of life, you know. It's like, dude, part of either getting old or it's getting gray hair, or you know, what are you going to do? Get divorced because you're getting gray hair or you're balding or whatever? That's like, so what? You're snoring. That being said, it's disruptive. It sleep. is disruptive. Very can be very disruptive. What I typically do because my wife will occasionally snore, she's going to kill me. Is I just grab the pillow and kind of toss it on, or I'll like suffocate her. <laughs> 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 Wait, that'll do. No, 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 no. It's just like I'll, I'll, you know, kind of push her and say, "Hey, babe, you're snoring," and she'd be like, "Okay, okay." And wow, then, as stop. long as you're comfortable, pal. <laughs> so I don't know what you guys think of this, but my guy snores, and the odds are we will never sleep in the same room for like an entire night. We just mm. always have. But there's things to there's fix up. There's like a mouth. There's a mouthpiece that goes in and puts their jaw back, and different so so there's you can do like a snore guard. You can do different ways with your air passages. Separate rooms is is not a deal breaker. It's okay if you are lucky enough to have an extra room. It's a little tricky when traveling, like to a hotel, but we figure it out. I, when, you're not going to come on. Like when, here's, that's, that's BS. You're not going to go get a separate room. You're not going to get married and live in a separate room. Like that. Hold is, on. Just I, I never person said snore. I was getting married. I have a story for this. I have no, a story I'm just for saying this. people that are married. Yeah. Here, snore. I have a story. For, I have a story. Yes, yeah, Brooks. When I was 18, I was playing hockey in Seattle, and so my billet family, the family that I lived with in Seattle, the man snored like a freaking semi truck. Yeah. Like he just snored outrageously, yeah. and they slept in different rooms. They literally had their own bedrooms. I thought it was weird as hell, and I don't think I, I never want my relationship ever to come to that. Did they seem like a happy couple? No, they did mm. not. Uh, they did not seem like they had romance or connection or mm. affection present in their lives. Mm. They, To me, maybe they did, but to me, it felt like they were roommates. Did he wear like a mouthpiece or anything to kind of prevent the snoring? No, I mean, there, I don't know. there's tons of cures how about a motorcycle helmet? How about sleeping on your side? Just, you know, like in there. Helmet? Just We need a new question. It's a whole helmet. Rick, you know. Rick, go ahead. Where, Hold is one. Where is it? Oh, God. Who is your best friend and tell us one thing about him? Mm. You can't say my wife. 
Boring. All right, Rick's wife is off the table, guys. <laughs> yeah. Who's you already your took who's my your, answer. Dimitri. Who's your best buddy? Hmm? Um, Dimitri. Oh. oh. Oh, thanks, buddy. Dimitri's your oh, best you, buddy? Were you telling me to go first, or were you saying I'm your best buddy? Yeah. It was kind of an open-ended question. Got a little awkward there. Um, I got a buddy of mine. I consider him as my, be- my best buddy. We can we talk about thanks, stuff. We all, we all, uh, this is where it gets even more awkward. Um, no, but we talk about stuff, and um, we can be honest, and you know, we got each other's back, give each other honest things, but we also um, take screenshots of people's, like, stupid Facebook posts and stuff and we just text them like all day long and make fun of it. So it's kind of, yeah, it's, it keeps you laughing all day long. I got a good buddy and do it. what what makes my relationship with him so special is whenever we get together, it's like we're still back in high school or we're yeah. still back in college or we're yeah. still whatever. Like nothing changes. And it's like you just pick up and you're back to you're telling the same stupid jokes. You're talking about the yeah. same people. You're you know, you're drinking messing around doing whatever you're doing mm-hmm. um and and that's what to me makes a, a best friend or you know a, a best friend yeah gav i agree that's my best buddy right there yes oh. bring him in oh. actually bring him and, in uh, get over here come on i've and, been uh, let's tee him up here tee him up let's go he, he doesn't like this uh this type of stuff this type of uh let's have his name you know his name is joey okay me and but me and joey have been buddies since we were uh let's see about 20 years and uh, let's see, I was about 21 when I met Joey, 21, 22. And Joey was working a cafe in a neighborhood I was living in, right? And we became friends from hanging out there. And uh, we wasn't friend- friendly at first, right? He, th- I think he thought I was a dick, right? You got you, did, you, you, oh, got, you got your yeah, hold on, yeah, Joey. Yeah. Into the mic, into the mic. I so said, got your order on. Joey, come on. He goes, you were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at least he didn't say you are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, we became friends over time, and uh, he's my best buddy, man. So you know, we uh, we work together and uh, travel together, man. We are, uh, you know, our fam- our families are, you know, we know each other's families, and he's a great guy, man. You know, and I think part of the that friendship is because we met at a very important time in our lives as well. You know, your early 20s, uh, 20, 21 years old probably. And, um, and you know, I've had, I still, you know, I still am tight with guys I grew up with. You know, my best friend growing up, I'm still super tight with, you know, and my best buddies growing up, I'm still super tight with. I still hang out with their families and see them and, and all those great things and other guys I, I met throughout time. Um, and I'm still tight with a, a bunch of bunch of dudes, but but me and him, we just it's like it's like we we just see the world in very much the same way. I think we came up uh, in in a particular uh, era, in a particular time in our lives that we identify with, uh, even though we grew up differently. Um, and uh, I think we share a lot of the same values and and things like that. You know, I think. Uh, um, and he's and he his 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 creative mind is similar to my creative mind, but his pragmatic mind 
is similar to my pragmatic mind. You guys met at an important time in your life. You needed a sandwich, and he worked in a cafe. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Dude. Boom. Well, actually, since, actually, since you used all the oxygen in the room, mine will be real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Are you dead yet? <laughs> I have, like, my brother Jordan, uh, my brother Derek, uh, and then all my all my buddies growing up, man. I, I've been buddies for 36 years with these guys. Um, my buddy Corey here in town. I got Curtis Blake, uh, my buddy Ryan, my buddy Scummy. Um, Scummy, Teddy. Hold on a I second. Mean, Did yeah. you say Scummy? His, his last name is Skulmoski. Um, I have too many. I have too many amazing buddies to even just list one. Blake Tyrell, like just so. Oh, many. you don't have a a person you talk to the most. All, who do you talk to them, the most? All of them. But who? But right now, probably, who, probably, who would be your Joey probably, in the corner? Who's huh? the one you talk to the most? But, but because here, I talk, okay. I talk to all those okay, guys. Here, the one I would talk to, the one I would talk to the most. But he, I talk to the most. The one I would, the two that I would talk you know to I mean? the most would be uh, Derek and Corey here in town because yeah. they both live here in LA. So yeah. that proximity, like it's easy for me to drive to D's. Corey comes and works out at my house five yeah. times a week, so I see those guys yeah. more. Um, so those, who would I talk to the most? Of those, but there, guys? but there is, yes. but there, Next question. but there is that that love. You know, there's elements of. The, the guys you grow up with, right? I've been friends in your, with Blake in your youth, and Curtis in, in your for youngest, youngest years. times in your life. Yeah, they're almost more like family yeah. than right. than anything else. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you know someone since you're three. It's yeah. it's it's it, weird those are, to be those totally are the guys honest with you. Yeah, it's a uh, bl- uh, blood blood. Yeah, you know, and me and Joey became blood. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're still talking Different. about. Are we still talking about Joey? J- Joey, your your book is coming out. <laughs> I'm gonna flick. I'm gonna flick Dimitri and his prick. Next question. Okay, next question. This one, I want to make this. I want to stipulate this. This has a kids in the question, but I think you can answer it if you don't have kids. So okay. if you were to have kids one day, what is one thing you don't want your kids to know about you? That Ooh. you were friends with Gavin. <laughs> What's one thing I don't want my kids to know about me? I'll tell you all the stuff you guys don't want your kids to know. Yeah, about you. I mean, to be honest, I think probably looking back on like smoking weed or you know doing doing a doing a drug or two. Um, I mean, I'm ashamed of that, or I would be ashamed of that because I mean, I'm spending a lot of time right now. My son's at a pivotal age where mm. he's either getting introduced to that or whatever the case may be, and it's like, no, don't do that, or you know, be careful about this. And and I was going through the same time, but I was, I made the, you know, I, I tried it, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like that part is I'm ashamed of. I mean, I know he's going to do it. So it's, it's, it is what it is. And he's at some point going to make his own decisions. Um, I can't look back on my life where I'm like, Oh, I totally regret this. I would never, never tell my kids, you know, um, not to yes. make you stray too much, but I have a question. <clears throat> Are you going to tell your kids not to do any of it? Or no. are you going to draw certain lines? Because do you think that there's a certain line that's sort of permissible? Because if you drop too too much of a hammer on them, are you afraid they're going to overdo it when they finally do I'm something af- wrong? Totally, I'm afraid of it all. Um, and I'm I'm pretty liberal in terms of mm. having those conversations and and being open about mm. experimenting with things. Mm. You know, I th- I've come to kind of the reality that he's they're going to try it. Mm. So. I think it's more of like, what are your decisions after you try it? Right. Are you going to get in a car? Are you going right. to let your friend get in a car? Are you going to, what are you going to do? And I think those are the, those are the concerns that I have. And, and that would be the, I mean, 
I'm not going to drop the hammer. I mean, it really kind of depends on what the what the scenario is, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. Dimitri, <clears throat> what what I don't want my kids to know about me is the things the 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 emotion things that make me selfish when I shouldn't be. So, for example, if I'm tucking them into sleep and I'm so tired, and one of them just starts telling a story, and they have every right to tell that story, but in my head I'm like, shut up! Mm-hmm. I'm so <laughs> tired right now. <laughs> I don't want them to know because I think it's so sweet that they have these stories they want to share. Yeah. But I don't want them to know that there have been times when I've been like, come on, man. Let's zip it up. Let's go. I'm going yeah. to daddy's going to bed. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that honesty, dude. That's not an easy thing to say. I appreciate it. Mean, and, and, and the truth is, like, it, yeah, that happens. But I also, like, I, I don't want them to know it because that's my problem. That's yeah. me being tired. That's not anything that they do. So yeah. I don't want them to think wrong from that. Here's, here's mine. I don't have kids, but here's what. The question is, what would I not want them to know? Um, I would like my kids to know that I've just been with their mom, like with my wife. Like I would love to have our kids see us as a unit, just as know us as a unit. Oh, you know? I th- I, so I'm sorry. For a minute, I thought you meant like I had just been with your mom no, like no, two minutes no, ago. No, 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 like like my mom That's and dad, right? Like like my mom and dad don't okay. tell stories of exes or of like like when I see my mom and dad. They've been married 45 years, their mom and dad together, mm-hmm. and they don't share. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good or bad that they don't share, but I love just the the notion of looking at my mom and dad as a partnership. And I hope, and I, that's just, I hope when I have kids that um, that they know me and my wife as their mom and dad as a partnership, as a togetherness, um, and not know other stuff about our past. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that, that's a truthful answer to that question. My niece mm. saw a penis on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a follow-up. <laughs> so I always let them... <laughs> I just have to admit it. So I always let them use my iPads, but I go, games only, games only. So then I go over and my nieces are looking mm. at photos on my iPad. And I go, oh God, I had a total panic. And I go, you guys... There's weird photos in there for my work. And my mean? little niece, who's nine, she goes, we know, Auntie. We saw that. We just went past it. And then they were like, my aunt works with penises. <laughs> Gav, what's something, if you had kids, you would never want them to know? Oof. <laughs> we don't have Man. a lot of time. Where do I begin? <laughs> you got two. Boy, oh boy. You got two sentences. Real quick. Um, good. Short good. ones. I'm not sure, man. I mean, there's plenty. Probably the amount of destruction I went through or self-created until I got it right. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't say it was total self-destruction, but I would say that it certainly wasn't all necessarily you know, all building toward a good thing my whole life. You know what I mean? So, um, but there were certainly, you know, bad, there were plenty of bad decisions along the way, Yeah. you know, and a lot of selfish decisions. So that, that's probably some of the stuff I'd, I'd want to keep, keep uh, them protected from, you know, um, but at the same time, I I don't necessarily want to try to convince my kids I was some kind of angel Yeah. uh, because, because I wasn't and I'm not. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I think it sets the bar uh, too high, and I think it, it allows them to see their own disappointment a little too clearly if they're not a little angel. Yeah. And I, I don't believe in um, creating this uh, – I don't believe in the complete idyllic uh, 
uh, lie that children are sold about how they should behave, how perfect they have to be, uh, because I think that creates a a box that is, uh, I think, far more evil than the things you could expose them to that sh- to show them that um, you know the world is imperfect and it's okay if you're not perfect, and uh, you know dad wasn't perfect either. And your aunt has penis pictures on her iPad. And well, exactly. What, Gavin, what I was exactly, going to say to that Exactly. Is- I think creating some of these impossible standards it creates more of the of their create creates more of them being self-conscious about themselves and things like this and I think it's more destructive to children to create impossible standards than to be at least somewhat real as an adult about how imperfect and, we are. And what I think is important is you sh- using your experiences to help guide them through their life you know like it's not all cookie cutter it's not all perfect and so like you're using your either failures or successes yeah and and to help shape them that's that's the most important thing as a parent oh yeah time is up yeah time Time is up up. so we are going to do the last few questions as a speed round ready yes here sorry gavin speed round means you have to go fast here we go (laughs) let me put it in fifth gear do men like taking baths Mm. I do. I don't. I love a bath, man. I'll never take one unless it's with my wife. Yeah, I take them. I love a bath. First celebrity crush. Up Periscope. Christy Brinkley. Alyssa Milano. I think Jessica Alba. (sighs) I don't remember. Do you pee in the shower? (laughs) Only in the shower. Even if I'm not showering, I get in the shower. Only like three times. (laughs) <laughs> I actually I actually think it's disgusting because I watched so many dudes piss in the shower for years no. and I'm just like that's not I don't, are you I just kidding like, me huh? you don't pee in the shower no I, it's I, not I'm not saying I don't I have it's not I, I don't I'm not proud of it someone told me it is bad oh for God. the drain do you feel Brad Pitt is supposed extraordinarily to be good for split, handsome yes sure do I think he's handsome? yeah he's handsome Brad Pitt or Leo Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt looks tougher. When your wife, girlfriend, or teenage daughter needs you to buy tampons, how do you really feel about it? I don't know. Buy them. Give her the Apple Pay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... I I don't give a damn. Obviously, I go and buy them. I don't give a damn. But I usually make a joke out of it because you bring it up to the thing and I'll be like, so are there instructions for me to use these? (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) That was a great... uh, Dimitri, you put a great bow on this episode. I love it. Um, That was awesome, guys. I always... uh, I I love when we get to answer listener questions. So I I want to... That was great. I want to, one, applaud all of you guys because people listening, it's not easy to... (laughs) It's not always easy to be in our seat and and share things that are personal to us and about our lives and our families and people in our lives. So I want to uh, just give a nod to all you guys for, for really committing to this episode. That was, that was awesome. I think we that was a good one. Yeah, we provided some great value. I hope and anybody listening, if you have more questions, be. we always want them. Send us an email. Um, what's our email? Men at iheartradio.com and and always on Instagram. How many yeah, fake please podcast? Make sure you send in the questions because I'm tired of writing all of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yours, um, yours was the egg one. Hey, by the way, guys, I I appreciate. <laughs> 
My I appreciate you guys. This was fun. I'm up to a 6.5 now. That boy, <laughs> yeah. Well, now, that helped. The best thing is now you get to skip right over seven and you'll be at an eight. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <practically>. true. <laughs> so, it's true. Seven is like the 13 in the elevator yeah. now. We're just skipping it over. Yeah. That's it for That's this right. episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. And we'll see you right back yeah. here next week. Till then, take care of one another. <laughs> love one another. See ya. Have a fantastic yeah. week. Way to be.